Welcome to the Activating Consciousness podcast platform. This platform is an amalgamation of a number of platforms from HexoChange, including Activating Consciousness, the Right Here, Right Now live show, the Inside Out show, and also the repurposing of a number of blogs, vlogs, poems, and other forms of media that all combine together are here to offer you the opportunity to raise the level of consciousness in yourself, in those around you, and in society at large. We believe at HexoChange that we are on the cusp of an exponential shift in human consciousness, unleashing the potential that we have never imagined possible. We hope to go on that journey with you together, and feel free to subscribe at hexochangenow.com. One word for regular updates. See you around. Hello and good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. Gary Turner here, uh, founder of Hexo Change and also corporate employee. I'll say that as well today. Very grateful to be able to show up as a whole human in every part of life these days, which is something I wanted to talk about today, actually, is a recent blog um, that I wrote um, called The Transformational Power of Curiosity and Reconnection. And as always, what I look to try and do uh, with this platform is, is really just to narrate the writings that I have from time to time, make them more accessible to people. And you'll be able to find this on my YouTube channel. And of course, you can find the blog at hexochangenow.com, one word. But before I get going today, what I wanted to share with you, in case it is any, of any interest, is my amazing artist, uh, Anna Denardin, based down in Brazil has brought to life an executive retreat um, that Joe Homstead from Connect Up and myself, we're going to be co-creating this beautiful experience for up to eight executive leaders, CEOs, senior leaders, ex-co-members, business owners, anybody that would really value three days of uninterrupted space, time and energy on a cross-sectorial basis. So looking for you to really leverage the and diverse wisdom of people present. Um, if this is something that appeals to you, we'll be in over 170 acres of woodland, lakes, beautiful country home, as you can see below at Hefflington House. And as I say, we're keeping it super intimate. Um, Joe and I will be your co-facilitators for those three days. And you can see what's included below and uh, a little bit about Joe and myself as well. And if, if you're interested at all in this experience, please do drop me a DM drop Joe a DM and let us know, and uh, we'll be happy to have a further conversation with you um, about what we're planning um, for that experience. But I'm sure that you would benefit greatly from that space. So, oh, good morning. Hi, Elise. Thanks for joining us. Good to see you. Um, so I'm going to get into the piece that I wrote recently. I'm going to share my screen, and hopefully you'll be able to see that. And I say this piece, it really is directed towards these senior leaders and CEOs. And to be honest with you, I'm going to be really vulnerable that I myself, you know, these people, these human beings that have senior level responsibility within our global corporations, within our governments, within our healthcare systems, etc. I'm really curious about where they go for their space to slow down, to connect to themselves, to people around them and to systems at large, to really have a space to slow down and reimagine what good could look like, what connected could look like. And most importantly, how do we center? How do these senior leaders intentionally center with their people, those communities most harmed or 
um, oppressed or damaged by our Western ways? How can we center those more often and design them into the middle of whatever the next healthcare system looks like or the next product looks like or the next um, way of being? You know, it really is critically important that we center those that tend not to have a voice um, or are not seen as part of our current systems. So I'm coming from an increasingly place of empathy. And again, what I want to move away, I'm really targeting, as I say, CEOs and senior leaders, because these are the people at the moment, let's be honest, that have the power, they have the money. And I believe that we, if, if you're anyone like me, CEO or senior leader watching this, uh, or you hear this back, you know, it's really is a place of empathy, a place of connection, a place of love that I'm really offering this update from. Because I believe that we need to heal. You know, I've needed to heal. I believe that anyone that's leading an organization and is not centering those most harmed and oppressed right now probably has some healing to do as well. And we do that healing through connection, through understanding, and through co-creating what better looks like. And that's partly why that retreat is being put on. So let me get into the particular blog that I wrote um, recently. So the transformational power of curiosity and reconnection. So as I've shared on a number of different platforms and in different events over the past few years, I, like so many of us in the Western world, followed a very myopic, socialized track of get your grades, get to uni, get a job, get a house, find a partner, travel the world, pay into your pension, progress up the greasy pole of progression. And so it goes on until we exit our sentient experience of life. Does that resonate with you at all? Uh, does that resonate with you, Elise, at all? And anybody else watching us live or, or watching this or listening to this back? And the interesting thing is I had very little curiosity, really, during those first 39 years of my life. However, if I'm being honest, that's a lie. I had boatloads of it early doors. And what I mean by that, until it was socialized out of me through the education system and the workplace systems. I've spoken on a number of platforms you know, that really do narrow us down, this expansiveness, this openness, this curiosity. Every system from a very young age funnels that um, curiosity out of us. So I share this post today as I've been reflecting on an aspect of my own becoming, my personal desire to hold space for emergence, realization, and improved connection to self, to others, and to systems at large, with the aim of moving towards more just relationships and collective well-being. And what I've noticed is that the people that I most wish to serve and engage with right now are those very people that I'm at most risk of alienating or pushing away due to the same becoming. So those people are, as I've mentioned, CEOs, senior leaders operating within the chemicals, mining, pharmaceutical, food, intermediate manufacturing, and those working within big oil, energy, and the global supply chain in particular. Because I really believe that these are the energies, uh, the industries that are the most extractive right now. They're the, the industries that are led generally in at least a person-centric way, and certainly not really with the environment and uh, people most oppressed and harmed at the center of design. So that's where I really want to speak to and hold space for open exploration with the senior leaders and CEOs of these sectors. Now, totally looking to work with, with pe uh, people that are founders and co-founders of startups and scale-ups as well, doing mission-driven work. But there's a real passion for me. I'm in the sector. I work within the chemicals industry. And I can see from the inside out and from the outside in how critical this reconnection to ourselves, each other, and systems is. So why do I talk about risk of alienation? Because as I've increasingly joined the dots, and there's a hyperlink here through to a really powerful understanding that I've learned in the last few months, a weaving between you know, the extractive industries, the financial markets, and my own pension even. 
And it's a weaving between the above sectors of which I'm directly part, the impact of their, my, and our extractive ways on communities far away and on nature and the connection of the global financial markets that underpins it all. I've shared these views and new learnings, interconnections openly and at times with direct challenge, yet not always with an intentional open-hearted invitation to these CEOs and senior leaders to engage meaningfully in these new insights. So I wanted to share transparently today with this piece some personal reflections that I was going through earlier today. And what you can see below is an overview of a number of spirals that I have meandered through over the past seven years with a huge acceleration during the past 18 months on the system side. And I'll speak a bit more about that shortly. So really, this is an a vulnerable and open invitation to connect to these senior leaders, CEOs, and executive committee members of the industries which I'm closely affiliated to, as mentioned before, chemicals, pharma, big oil, energy, supply chain, etc. So note below in this graphic that you're seeing is that this is not linear. Indeed, it is far from it. From top to bottom has been a general downward depth, just energetically, a downward depth of understanding and realisation. Yet at any time, one can be in some or all of these different areas all at the same time. So let me explain a little bit. I hope you can see this on the screen. I hope you can um, work this out. What I'm really speaking about here is a myopic focus on more consumption, accumulation, ego, etc. And again, there's no judgment in any of this. It's just been my experience of life in these different spirals. There was a trigger. There was pain, emptiness. There's then this fork in the road around, you know, crisis or curiosity. Went to more exploration, developing support networks, personal expansion and exploration again conscious diversification of networks, systemic connectivity and awareness accelerates. So I'll speak a bit more about what all of this means specifically in a second. And what you can really see here, and again, this is just my own sort of handwritten <laughs> explanation. As we go down these spirals, as we understand and our conscious levels increase, we're surrounded by more diverse people. We understand the world more systemically. There's this dissolving of the ego. Always got ego there for sure, but there's just this dissolving of it things start to make more sense in an interconnected way and they start to make less sense from a myopic focus on just stuff, on, you know, just on these socialized stories, just on consumption and accumulation. And what also I noticed is there was really this, I don't, it's only on reflection I spot this, there's really this part around this inner work around me, my myopic focus, my, my myopic beliefs, my pain, my crisis or curiosity fork in the road, Yeah. So that was all me having to do this inner work, which I did with the support of a coach and, and other people and, and increasing a network. And then there's been this huge acceleration of the me plus the we. So the collective realization that I can't become who I need to become on my own. I need to do it in networks and communities. And that's why I try and create and co-create with Joe this executive retreat for you as a senior leader, executive committee member or, or senior leader within you know, an extractive industry today as it is, but looking to move towards more sustainable ways. You know, where do you go? How can you dive into this for yourself in a safe and brave community of like-minded, open-hearted folks? So increased felt realization. So really going from just being stuck in the head towards connecting head and heart and energy and understanding our body and what it's telling us. You know, this is all very much work in progress for me, but that's just really a summary of my personal journey and that's really what I'm speaking to here in this piece, again, around transformational power of curiosity. So for the benefit of this post and hopefully those CEOs and senior leaders that may read this at some point or listen to this back, however you are taking the medium. Um, point one, 
and again, this is not linear. This is just this, these are steps, but it's not linear. I just want to really, really emphasize that point. It's very, very important. So until the age of 39, I had a myopic focus on money, the next car, the next holiday, etc. No judgment in that whatsoever. They were very nice things. But what I did not see and sense due to these was the wider systemic interconnections. Okay, that, that was a big thing that was missing for me personally. Um, these were the metrics that mattered to me as I didn't know better. I suppressed emotion, feeling, and lived really in a disconnected state to myself, others, and systems at large. And that was the foundation was, was bullying. It was, it was a trauma. Being bullied as a kid, held on to it for over 20 years, didn't know how to express that emotion, didn't know to say I was in pain, didn't know how to say I was in help, uh, that I needed help. And that basically, until the age of 39, underpinned so much of my own personal choices um, in a very disconnected, myopic way. And I'm wondering, maybe this is still where you spend most of your time today. Maybe. Senior CEO, executive leader, senior leader. What does it feel like for you? What is missing, if anything, for you? Again, no judgment at all. Just an offer of, of curiosity and exploration here. And the fact that I, with all of this going on, face the fraction of the socialized challenges that likely 90% or more of people on this planet have to face. And that's to keep me in the lifestyle that I've become accustomed to today. Maybe that's the same for you. So these are deep systemic weaves that we're really looking to try and understand in community, understand with one another and for ourselves. That was huge for me. And it was only when I had the big salary, the nice car, the long haul holidays, everything that society educates and advises us in the West matters. That's what success looks like. That's when I realized how hollow and spiritually bankrupt I was, literally empty, age 39. And I just think, Open inquiry again for you, senior leader, CEO, executive committee member. Have you ever had a feeling in your body to this effect, but maybe you suppressed it? You just knew there was a knowing in your body and experience of life that there must be a better, more connected, meaningful and soul enhancing way to be. When did that last happen for you? Maybe it's this morning. Maybe it's last week. Maybe it's a year ago. Who knows? But I'm just really curious. When did that last happen for you? Because I can guarantee that that's happened. At some point, something in your body and you've just pushed it down, suppressed it and said, no, I don't want to feel that or I'm too busy or yeah, I don't want to deal with that at the moment. I, I had that for over 20 years after being bullied as a kid. It totally underpinned so many of the, the poor choices that I made over that next 20 years. So unknown to me at the time, I was sitting at a fork in the road, um, the all too well documented midlife crisis or what ended up being a total salvation for me, a regaining of that childlike curiosity that there must be more to life than this. Why do I feel so hollow and empty, yet have everything that the outside world tells me matters? Does this resonate with you at all? I would love to know. You can find my details at the bottom of this post. Find me on hexochangenow.com. Let's have a conversation about this if it resonates. Um, I'd, I'd just love to hear from you. Um, that moment was painful. Um, it was full of pain, but at the same time, it was a massive release. It just felt like, oh my God, that's horrible feeling. But there was so much capacity. There was so much freedom and abundance sitting behind that. Oh, my God, I don't have to subscribe to this BS anymore. Um, pops up, pops up, comes and goes. But like the, the fundamental shift was, oh, my God, I don't have to believe and buy into those stories anymore that when I've got more money, I've got a new house, et cetera, et cetera, I'll be OK then. So all of that I could let go of. What followed then was deep exploration into organizational design, culture and people over the last five years and more lately systems all while still leading my 20 million um, business within a global corporation. Uh, then what started to emerge was an increasingly global, non-work-specific non network, 
diversity by accident, if you will, is the, is the phrase I use there. And what I'm speaking to there is pre me having my, yeah, my uh, midlife awakening, as I call it, rather than midlife crisis, it definitely was an awakening, was this all of my contacts with my own sector. In fact, it's almost within my own business group, within my own team. There was hardly any diversity of thought, hardly anyone that didn't look or sound like me, hardly anyone not talking about hitting numbers and just growing the business, like so myopic. And then what started to happen after this experience is like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go and meet these folk in HR. These people do learning and development. These people are in diversity and inclusion. This just started to organically, intuitively start to diverse my network, but it wasn't very intentional at that point. After further exploration, it took me to my first paid support when I hired my first coach. And this is back in 2018. So four years ago, I had my first coach that I paid for for myself. Um, and I've never not had a coach since. Just putting it out there. If you need some form of support, appreciate it's a privilege to be able to afford to pay for a coach. But this is a, this is directly this post, this um, reflective um, blog. And this will also go into my Activating Consciousness um, podcast as a repurpose there as well. This is a message directly. It's for everybody. I hope to get some value. But it's directly at CEOs, senior leaders, executive committee members of the sectors that I interface with. So chemicals, pharma, big oil, energy, global supply chain, pharmaceuticals, food manufacture, etc. Any of these big industries where we're still generally leading, let's be honest, from a place of fear, from a place of lack, from a place of disconnection to ourselves, others, and systems. So you're the people I want to reach. You're the people that, you're my people, right? I get it. I empathize. It's still there in that melee with you in these big industries that are genuinely trying to move towards more sustainable ways, but we risk a fair amount of greenwashing and, um, yeah, not organizing in, a, in the most healthy way if we're not careful. So I want us to co-create this space together where we reimagine not only our, our relationship to ourselves other than systems, but our industries in a really significant way. So what started emerging a couple of years ago, and this was much more intentional, was a curation of my global network. And again, it's not about numbers. This is not about vanity metrics. But what was particularly interesting for me personally was as I went out more intentionally, I ended up going from a network of a few hundred four years ago to several thousands now. Of course, you can't talk to all of those. But what's amazing is that you're starting to see there's certain groups of people, certain types of function, and you can start to try and have more dialogue intentionally on a more intersectional basis. So not only cognitively and gender diverse, which was historically the case, but really much more in inclusive. So really trying to engage with people from you know dis disability inclusion, people from um, you know, from the gender gender diversity, from neurodiversity, from people from um, LGBTQ plus community. You know, there's these other communities um, that are all intersexual human beings. They're all made up by a whole range of different facets and experiences of life. And as I've learned more about these different people from different intersectionalities, the more it's helped me understand my place in the world and how I can show up and how I can try and support. And then today, this is the key one with my ongoing support from my systemic guys, Samantha Sapaya, one part of the Possible Futures crew. Do look Sam and the Possible Futures crew up. I'm deep in the weeds of sensing into our post-colonial heritage and ongoing colonization of our minds and our current systems playing out in real time in 2022. This is the massive, massive part place where I get lost a lot. I still find a lot of pain and frustration, but it's why I stay where I stay in the industry that I'm part of, because we are majorly causing 
a lot of the pain, a lot of the systemic oppression and the impact on people far away. Not designed it that way in the last 20 years, not my fault, but with awareness comes responsibility. And we've got to try and shift the narrative and the ways that we lead not only our sector, but how we lead our lives around consumption and you know all that good stuff. So I share all of this as without expressing elements of my own journey loud and clear, it could be difficult for CEOs, senior leaders um, to understand where I'm coming from. So this is really an invitation again, inviting you CEOs and senior leaders to explore your inner landscape as Laura Storm beautifully explained once on my Value Through Vulnerability podcast, episode 94, I think it was, if you want to find that on your favorite podcast platform, to help you explore. This is not what we've done. We've not been educated to do this. We've been, In fact, we've been told not to do this because then it keeps us as part of the matrix. Don't feel, don't express emotion, don't understand your beliefs. Just keep believing that it's all about money. Keep growing your, your bank account get your pension, then at some point you can be happy when you're maybe about to die. Yeah, Then you can be happy. That's how the current systems are designed. We've got to blow that up in the nicest possible way and get away from the protectionism, um, you know, and start moving towards a paradigm of justice and equity. And that starts, of course, starts scarring, starting at home and rippling into the workplace and beyond. There's a typo there. And, you know, I also want to add that the above journey occurred without my having to navigate, risking the loss of life, systemic and racist oppression or any abuse or any other forms of othering that too often occur to equally human, equally important human beings just from different parts of the world. The lottery of birth, literally. Sam used that phrase a lot with me because the lottery of birth, I have the privilege that I have and I'm able to sit here now expressing in the way I am, using the technology that I am, offering the invitation that I am because I am not at risk of someone literally trying to take me off my land or trying to kill me so they can access the gold mine behind me. So I was blessed to be invited onto Obi Abuchi's Leading From Your Core video podcast literally last week. Beautiful conversation. And I believe that you as a CEO or senior leader, and indeed all of your people have 100x more capacity potential within you. As I say, every one of your people have the same. Like We are on the edge of a consciousness shift if we allow it to come through. As my friend Helen Amory shared on the Activating Consciousness podcast, actually, episode number four, she said it's a remembering. Like We don't have to go out and buy this stuff off the shelf. We are already this abundant capacity of you know connection, insight, wisdom, but we've layered it up with greed and fear and anxiety and possession and consumption. That's what the matrix wants us to believe and buy into. So do check that out. Again, you can find this on hexochangenow.com if you want to find the blog. So finally, as I wrap this up, um, we're at an inflection point. No one can avoid seeing that the world and all systems as we know them today are collapsing. We have got major, major problems. Social systems, political systems, environmental systems, capitalism, everything is collapsing. We may not see it fully yet, may not sense it yet, but things are dissolving. Things are falling away. They need to because the old ways are not going to serve us if we want to continue on this planet in, a, in 50 years' time. So, yeah, it's pretty existential, but it's also bloody exciting. We've got this, a bit, this opportunity right now to flip the script on everything. But are we going to step up? Are we going to voice up? Are we going to create the conditions for everybody, especially those at the margins, to be seen, to be heard, and to contribute in a way that they have not been able to in the past? So, so my invitation, so yet yeah, those businesses are leading some of the, and sorry, Businesses and those leading them retain some of the most powerful leverage today, especially the businesses that I'm part of that touch every part of modern life as we know it. Again, chemicals, pharma, um, et cetera. 
Sam, Sam Samantha Supplier again, she wrote a powerful piece called I am Global North and I hold international decision-making power. What do I do? She wrote that in July 2021. It's a piece I keep going back to, super powerful. Invite you again to follow Sam and the Possible Futures um, team, crew's work. So I just genuinely have my own little dream um, that we can come together, learn and share without the fear of intellectual property protection or seeking to dominate a market through mergers and acquisitions. A commons boast approach to raw material allocation that serves all of humanity and not just a few, including myself. And I'm grateful. This is really, really, really cool. Um, so I'm really grateful to have found one example of how different our industries can be, that of latrochemia. And I cannot wait to host an exploratory dialogue with their ex-CEO. He fired himself. Halleck <laughs> fired himself as part of their move to self-management within the chemicals industry. So I'm interviewing him. We're having a great exploratory discussion on the 7th of February, and I hope you can join us. You can go and find that on uh, my LinkedIn profile, or indeed you can find it on YouTube. Um, it's going to be an incredible conversation at midday UK time on Monday, the 7th of February, 2022. So I have no idea if this piece, this reflection, however you receive it, whether you're working with an organization, whether you are a senior leader or executive committee member, I have no idea if you'll receive this piece with the genuine and open-hearted energy and then invitation that's offered, um, but I hope that it is. And in addition, as a reminder, opened up this piece today, this uh, this live, with that uh, Joe Hompson and I are going to be putting on an executive retreat between the 5th and 7th of April 2022 in the Dorset UK countryside um, from a maximum of eight executives. So should you be interested to be one of those eight, please don't hesitate to contact me at gary.turner at hexochangenow.com. You can find the beautiful graphics again of uh, Anna Denardin, 170 acres of space, woodland, lakes. We'll be staying on site at this beautiful Hefflington house. Myself and Joe will be your facilitators. There'll be a primate enrichment experience, dinner, bread and breakfast on site. And it's just really a space for you to slow down, connect yourself, others present and systems, build community at a senior level, and really look to challenge the status quo within our own belief stories and thinking. And then reimagine how our organizations can not only turn a profit, but truly be part of the change, but in, in a networked effect, not just based on your own organization. So lots of space, lots of excitement, and let's connect, reimagine, and co-create together. That is the message. So if you stayed with me, I just want to really appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much, Tara. Good morning. Nice to see you. So I just really, really, really hope that you took some value away from this if you joined this live today. Um, if you're listening to this back on the Activating Consciousness podcast or via the website hexochangenow.com, thank you for joining me. I really, 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 really had to get this out because, you know, you can you can put out posts, you can update websites, but I don't know, trying to actually get the message out loud and clear, but in a sort of emergent, vulnerable way that hopefully people can connect with isn't always straightforward. So that's why I did this live today. So thanks, Elise, for joining me. Thanks, Tara, for joining me. Again, hopefully, if you're a senior leader, executive committee member, or business owner of any industry, but particularly those of which I'm part today, chemicals, pharma, uh, food manufacturer, global supply chain, I'd love to hear from you. Executive retreat taking place 5th to the 7th of April 2022 with Joe Homstead and I. Stay safe. Get curious. There is a transformational 100x potential when we get out of our own way and decenter ourselves and center those that most need to be centered at this time. Thanks everyone. Take care. Much love. 
Thank you so much for joining us. In that recent exploration, we hope you gained some value and we'd love to learn from you what you took away, what maybe challenged you, what new ideas that you have. Please do share this on your social media platforms if you feel moved. And you can find out more about HexoChange at hexochangenow.com where you can subscribe for the weekly or bi-weekly updates where I'll update you with regard to in-person events, blogs, blogs, service offerings, and other thoughts and ideas that come to mind. Hope to see you around.